You can support this show at patreon.com slash ASA podcasting. Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories, add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, yeah, this is going to be some lost episodes. Uh, this is not a portion of a lost episode. This is me in 2018. Um, which, I mean, down the road could be a lost episode. Who knows what could happen. So, anyway, uh, we have uh, settled on a date for this year's charity podcast for Cystic Fibrosis, Founda- uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. And that will be December 8th. Um, sorry, I just had something pop up on my screen. There we go. I uh, wanted to do an update. No, not right now. So, December 8th, we'll be doing it uh, probably 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at that particular time of year uh right now we don't have a set schedule yet but i would assume um obviously skyrimatic to fallout feed probably game talk um what else uh, we're probably going to work in a the first episode of the next skyrim roundtable which um myself colin juan and whoever else hops on will be doing uh, that will involve the Hearthfire houses, and we're going to come up with a uh, the random quests that we'll be doing, the unaffiliated quests that we'll be doing with each uh, section of that. So, uh, also, I assume I think there was going to be a uh, Skyrim 10 AD section of the uh, podcast as well. Uh, the folks from uh, we just um, God, I just drew a blank. Shaleen, Rick, Vendatron, uh, was it We Just Love Games, uh, maybe hopping on as well, and uh, we'll see who else, but uh, that'll be December 8th, and uh, Juan and Colin and I will be finishing up the Oblivion Roundtable soon, we're going to schedule a date for that, so that should be coming up soon as well. Uh, I'll, we'll probably have some Fallout 76 stuff going on that weekend too, since uh, it'll be out for a few weeks at that point, almost a month, I think it's three weeks at that point. Uh, so it'll probably be a lot of that on the show. Um, and it's all, we'll be doing that 12 hours to raise money for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Um, and we'll let you know more details of that coming up in in the next few weeks. Or what is it? What is today's date? Uh, next two months, I guess. We have a little bit of time. Um, other than that, uh came across some other Elder Scrolls and Skyrim shows uh, with a Twitter interaction today. So I... Checked out my first episode of Sons of Sithis. Check that out. Some nice lore talk, a little ESO talk, a little Skyrim talk. They did a Skyrim versus Oblivion episode uh, back in July. Uh, good, enjoyable show. Check those guys out. And uh, Lore Seekers, I've, I've checked that out a few times, as well as Tales of Tamriel, uh, a couple ESO-based shows. Oops, sorry. I just lost my screen. Sorry about that. So, yeah, check those out as well. Um and uh, enjoy some of the lost episodes. We'll be having a new episode uh, probably next week. 
So until then, uh, thank you everybody for listening, and uh, thank you to all the patrons for helping out. Uh, it helps keep the feeds going. Oh, and there's uh, some new Fallout Let's Fallout Three Let's Play on the ASA Let's Play podcast feed. Uh, Pat's doing that, so check that out, and uh, maybe some other stuff popping up there as well. Oh, and Andrew and I uh, will be battling <laughs> the Ender Dragon in Minecraft on uh, the 12-hour show, which neither of us have ever done, and I don't know how bad it's going to go. Right now, we have, I don't know, depending on what you know about Minecraft, we have, uh, we're playing it just on Xbox, The Realms. Uh, we have, I've accessed the Ender Portal, it's all activated, ready to go, ready for us to hop through and battle this Ender Dragon, which neither of us have ever even come close to attempting. So this could be really terrible, who knows, uh, hopefully other folks from the realm, uh, from Feed's realm, will join us, uh, that will be fun, but we will see what happens. I have tons of uh, Eyes of Ender and Ender Pearls and stuff, and I'm making some Ender Chests, not that any of that involves Skyrim, but... Uh, just as another thing that's going to be popping up uh, on that day. So, again, thank you all for listening, and uh, here's some lost episodes. Take care. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, I would say we're going to go more all Elder Scrolls this one. <laughs> uh, Michael, I'm back. I have Andrew with me. How's it going? Very well. How are you, Michael? Uh, besides coughing, as I was about to talk, excellent. Must must be a chip in your throat or something. Uh, yeah, I'm crunching uh, crunching tortilla chips and. Oh no! Behind water. the curtain. Yes, <laughs> there is no curtain. Okay. All right. So first, I guess I should get into uh, Elder Scrolls Online beta, which, thanks to Mr. Speed, I had uh, who was in the Facebook group. Those of you who are not in the Facebook group, we have had tons of action this week, tons of talking about a million different things, actually, from Skyrim, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Online, pretty much everything I think we've covered. Um, but anyway, he gave me a beta key, which was awesome, and now, to be fair, I'm running it on a MacBook Pro from 2010, so I had to set everything at the lowest settings. Um so, at, which was fine. I wasn't really judging it on on that kind of stuff since I, you know, because of the machine I was running it on, I didn't really expect much. And I assume what, a lot of the crashing I had was because of that. What changes when you have it at the lowest settings? What are the differences? Um, you know, the graphics go down, how far you can see goes down, things like that. Mm-hmm. And also, I didn't have a controller, so I was playing on a laptop uh, using the trackpad and buttons, so. Which I had never done before. I got, I got pretty used to, actually. I started getting pretty good at it at the end. I, I'm pretty bad at PC gaming. Yeah, I haven't done it in a long, long time, like since King's Quest, and that was like 20 years ago. So, Good long while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I got used to the controls pretty reasonably quickly, so that wasn't that big a deal. Uh, actually, the beta is still going on as we speak, so if you're playing, have fun. Uh, I joined the Aldermary Dominion. Um, I was a Dark Elf, I believe, a Nightblade, or I still am, technically. Um, so you start out, and surprise, surprise, you're in prison. <laughs> like every Elder Scrolls game ever, you start in prison. This seems to be a common theme. Yes, you start in prison. And that kind of gives you a little... Um, 
you know, basic run through of some things to do. Uh, from there, you go to an island, uh, like a small portion of whichever faction you've you've gone with. Whether it was the, uh, what, for me, it was uh, the Aldermary Dominion. So I was on a little island outside of there, uh, and that gives you a little more, you know, like eases you into the main part of the game, basically. So it gives you a smaller area to explore. You can you build up your you can level up. Um, what the hell is the name of it? Kalahari Island. I don't know. I forget the name of it <laughs> off the top of my head. I could probably look it up. But um, what actions do they have for you to uh, start leveling up your character right off the bat? Uh, you just start doing. You wander. You can do some quests uh, in the prison. You know, you're doing the typical little things to just learn how how the controls work, basically. On the island, you're doing more of you can learn, uh, you know, enchanting, uh, smithing, all that kind of stuff, as well as leveling up and and getting a little better at combat to ease you into the the mainland and uh, elsewhere. But uh, oh, it's a uh, Kenarthi's island. Kenarthi's Roost is the little island you're at. So now, when you say elsewhere, do you mean the Khajiit home land? I believe so. Yes. Yes. I was. I always thought that was funny. That is that, elsewhere. Is their place? <laughs> yes. They live elsewhere. Um. So you. Let's see. What does it? Yeah. So I ended up. Uh, at the where did I go next? Oh, you go to uh, the capital where the queen's at. Aran or whatever her name is. You don't meet her right away. But I did a bunch of quests there. Um, the, the problem I had in the beginning was there was so many people in the beta to start with because I got on right away. I actually got on at like 10 o'clock on Friday. So it was about two hours early. Uh, it opened up. But there was just so many people running around doing the same thing. It kind of overwhelmed me at first because I'm not used to it since I don't play MMOs. So it took me a little while to kind of get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went back, yeah, I had some stuff to do, so I, didn't get, I, only, I played like four or five hours, probably on Friday. Um, and I was able to get, you know, I got out of the prison. Obviously, I got to the first little island you go to, and uh, I believe I got off of there by the end of that day. So I did a few quests there. I actually, I actually went back there to Ken Arthur's uh, roost today to just. Um, uh, re-experience it with almost no people on it, which was much better. I finished off some little things that I had left there, um, just like you know, help a farmer out kind of stuff, that that kind of thing. So I went back there just to kind of re-experience it on a less busy level. I guess is the best way to explain it without like three thousand other people running around the same little space. <laughs> <laughs> Which Mass was chaos. Yeah, kind of, yeah. That's how it kind of felt at times, you know. And, uh... And how long... What's that? How long did your download and install process take? Uh, downloading didn't take all that long. Maybe an hour, tops. Oh, great. Uh, I'm guessing the Mac version uh, wouldn't take that long. Because less people downloading it. I assume that's what the issue was for most people. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, so it didn't, it didn't really take me all that long. Great. Are are there any new 
aspects to the game that haven't appeared yet, like any new skills, uh, skill trees. Yeah. I mean, is that that same same sort of setup where you have different skill trees and? No, it's it's diff. I guess it's like typical MMO, but I don't know since I don't really do MMO. I've never played one. I yeah, so the leveling is different. I, I would compare it closer to Oblivion, actually. Oddly enough, where you put point, you know, obviously you can put the points into magic of health, stamina, uh, and they do different things. You know, stamina makes you a little stronger, so your weapons are a little better. You know, magic, uh, obviously the magic, etc., that kind of stuff. Uh, and then you can put the points into your uh, different skills and add different skills and things like that. Um, the smithing. I haven't done a whole lot of yet. I was doing more exploring because I didn't want to spend too much time trying to smith. I just kind of wanted to see everything as much as I could. Yes. So, yeah, I, I did a little bit where I, like, uh, I think I made an axe. <laughs> that was the one thing I did. Um, nice. Or did I make an axe? Or, or um, Do they have cool new makes, or is it similar? the similar races? It's all the same races and stuff like that. Okay. Um, the smithing is a lot different than like a single player game. It's not as simple. Okay. Um, you have to learn to, how to do things. You have to research things, all that kind of stuff. Um, I would probably have to really spend a couple hours doing it just to kind of get a feel for it, you know. Yeah. And you can't just do things off the bat. You know, you have to learn certain things. I think I was in the middle of researching how to make a dagger or something. <laughs> it was going to take six hours of actual time, I guess. Oh my goodness. But, um, yeah. I, I generally just stuck to at first just wandering and kind of seeing things. And then today I, I didn't get to play much last night or anything. I only played a little bit yesterday. And then today I said, you know what, let me sit down and kind of restart and see where I'm going to go. So I went, that's when I went back to Canarthi's roost kind of went through some of the basic quests with uh, very few people around and just kind of finished those off and, and kind of got a better feel for how things were going. And then I moved back to the mainland and, and started from there and got into the some of the quests on that area, helping the queen and things like that. So that that's kind of what I did and did a little bit of exploring and just picking up stuff. Um talk to every NPC I could find <laughs> to, uh, you know, learn, you know, see if there was a quest or learn about a different quest. I had to, I finally got in, in was able to intimidate people. I had to spend a point <laughs> to get that perk because you can't do it right away. Uh-huh. So there was a quest where I had to uh, intimidate these people who owed money for gambling and I couldn't do it <laughs> for a long time. I'm like, I, I still can't do this. But I finally realized I had to put a point into it and uh, was able to do it. But I was, uh, by the end of it, I was pretty happy with it. I, I think I'm definitely going to play it. I just got to figure out where and how and all that. Uh, obviously, I can't play it full time on this laptop. That's just not going to work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did have a lot of. There were some bug issues um, that I don't think were caused by my end, which like I would go to a smithing table. Uh, this was mostly in Canarthi's Roost, I think, where I was having the issue. But uh, you go to a smithing table, and I would go to exit it, and it wouldn't exit. And you would just be stuck there, and you couldn't do anything. Or 
I would, there was a couple times where you talked to an NPC that you needed to for a quest, and it kind of just you went to exit the conversation, and the conversation dropped out, but you were just stuck there staring at them with nothing changing. So it was little things like that, but um, as far as m- most of the other stuff, with like uh, any crashing issues were mostly on my end, I would assume, because of what I was running it on. And other than that, I just I, I start to kind of get more into the story, and I think I enjoyed that a lot more. And I didn't team up with anybody or anything like that. I just, you know, actually in one part I did. I went into some cave or some lair or whatever the hell it was. Kind of some bandits or something like that. And there was happened to be a couple other people going through at the same time and just kind of randomly worked our way through without really even communicating. Just kind of did it. And that was pretty fun. That was interesting. It's not something I would def- would normally do, you know. But uh, I, I enjoyed playing as a single player without any issue. So I would say that's pretty good. Very nice. Are, are the quests sort of uh, similarly assigned as in Skyrim? Like you just sort of approach a yeah, just and yeah, explain a problem yep. and then it pops up on your screen? Yep, that kind of stuff's all the same. You know, you and set the marker. Is how, do you, how do you find the menus? Um, well, I guess it depends on what kind of controller you're using, but it, the, yeah. the menus are pretty simple too. They're, they're pretty easy to find. Good. The thing that's annoying is the chat in the bottom left corner, which I'm sure I could have closed out, but I didn't. Yeah, you can probably turn that off. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of nonsense down there that I was just like, all right, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, I guess it's helpful depending on how you're playing, but if you're playing as a single player, really, I don't, it's not necessary. And is, is, that a way that it seems like you can play the game well and have still have a good time. Yeah, you know what? Once I like you are playing Skyrim or any and single player game and sort of ignore everyone else. Is, is that possible? As far as I could tell, I never got into the PvP area, so obviously that area is going to be different because you're going to be, you know, your okay, fair game, the introductory <laughs> area. Yeah, yeah. So I was more sticking to that, but I mean, I'm sure you can go through that area once you're leveled up enough and. And be able to do things, but you're, you know, I guess you run the risk of running into somebody who just wants to kill you to kill you. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that's fair. But and is, is there a, um, is it all sort of organized on one server, or are there different sort of rooms you can go into? Like, oh, this room is for non-jerks who don't, who guarantee you won't kill each other. Uh, no, there's kill no. each other. No, there's one, well for PC. I don't know if PC and Mac are separate, but. uh I would assume they're the same. There's one server for the computer players, one for three or for Xbox One, and one for PS3, I believe. Wow! So if you don't, you know, want to not battle, no, yeah, you're, yeah, you you're can't, screwed. Yeah, but I, you know, I had no issues playing as a single player at all. Yeah. Um. I, you know, it's a, you have to get used to seeing other people do the same thing you're doing at the same time. Uh, I would assume that would that'll calm down some after the game is released. You know, uh-huh. obviously during the beta, everybody's kind of starting from the same point and going, so everybody's yeah, all radiating from the same point. Yeah, so there's a lot of cl- clutter at the beginning like that. That's interesting. So what if you're on like a just a fetch mission where go get this axe, and there's someone else who just grabbed it right in front of you. You're like, hey, stupid well, ass, so you for, have to kill that person for the like axe? the mission ones. There's an axe for everybody, technically. You know, oh, that thing's very, just there. That's very nice. But, like, uh, barrels and stuff like that aren't always full. 
things like that will uh-huh. can be taken away or you know um looting enemies if somebody gets it before you if you both attack an enemy and it dies and then whoever loots it first kind of gets the better stuff yeah. well, uh, i'm not that, sure if you've gotten this far yet but have you been able to uh figure out what the sort of the property ownership and storage situation would be no i haven't got items and yeah i have gathered a lot of stuff and filled up my inventory and had to start <laughs> emptying it out uh-huh um i had a lot of stuff for smithing and enchanting for stuff i couldn't quite do yet but i re- i hadn't figured out where i could store it or anything yet so i'm sure there is a place you can um there's probably like a bank or something you can store it in but uh that i just being a novice i had no idea yeah, I nice. might find out more if I play a little bit later and see what happens with that. Yeah, this sounds interesting. Look into that. See if you can find some place to store your stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works out or what, or if you know, yeah, if it's stored in a certain place or you have to go somewhere to store some stuff. But I got to figure that all out. I didn't think I would collect enough stuff in the weekend to need to <laughs> do it. Need your own barrel somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I kind of uh, – obviously, the graphics I was looking at weren't great since I was playing on the lowest settings possible. Does that mean it was also choppy as well? No, it was, it was not. As well? You know, it wasn't choppy at all. Really? So it was still nice and smooth? Yep. Just the graphics weren't yeah, they were just high lower. resolution? Yeah, my, they were kind of flat and things like that just because of, you know. But it was still HD probably. Uh, No? Hmm. I'm. Sh- I, I guess it was. Yeah. But um. HD doesn't mean much anymore. Does yeah, it? I mean that's you know <laughs> yeah. I mean that I would was assume buzz, it was buzzword ten years. Yeah, I mean it was it was solid. Yeah. Um, it, it it ran smooth even for me at the lowest settings, you know. So I mean I was. I was uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel and it still ran smoothly. So that's great. I was I was real happy with that because that's what I was worried about. I was worried I wasn't even going to have enough to be able to run it at all, and I was able to at least you know run it at the lowest settings and not have too many issues. I found I had more issues yesterday than, and this morning I had a few issues with crashing, but I don't know if it was what end it was on. Mm-hmm. I know a few of them this morning were definitely game end where it was you know, freezing at the stations and things like that. So, it, and uh, so I don't know if they were having some issues with that and working on that or what. I did uh, see someone else post that they had a, a freezing issue after talking to an NPC. Like the discussion went away, yep. but they sat there staring at the face of the person for a while. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. Up. Yeah, it happened to me a few times and I had to just, yeah. you know, quit and start over. So... That that's been, I, I'm I was pretty happy with it. I mean, I would definitely I, I'm definitely interested in playing it. I'm just not sure on what if I want to wait for. I don't know if waiting for the console is better because you'll have more single player types on there mm-hmm. than MMO types. Um, that's a good good call. Yeah, that I, I would that would seem more likely to me because you know console players are generally going to play an Elder Scroll. And Elder Scrolls game, you know, single player type game. So mm-hmm. there's there's that, um, but I I think you're fine playing as a single player. I don't I don't see you know maybe there'll be a point where 
you know, you get through enough content and you're like, ah, there's just not enough here for me to justify $15 a month. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long lasting it will be. I assume they will keep uh, releasing content. Yeah, for, I hope for so. For that kind of price, you know. But um, I think as long as they do that and you can put a reasonable amount of time in per month, if you're, you know, and I'm talking strictly single player sense because that's what I know and how I play. I would say it's it, it's definitely at least worthwhile to check out and do for the first month to make sure you really, really want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to do that. I'll do the 30-day trial at least to see how I feel about it in its, you know, completed stage. And when have they done an official launch date? Yeah, what is it, April 4th, I think? There Something you go. Like that. And if you pre-order, it's five days early, I believe. Ooh. What do you, um how how do you like the artwork the overfeel the, the like the feeling of the art design? Uh, you know it's hard to tell. I mean everything looked good, but you know, running on the settings I was it, it you know okay. nothing was yeah, overwhelming. That hindered it. Yeah, but uh, similar to the previous games, you think? Um, it's no, because it, it's it's got more of a. I don't know. Car- I don't want to say cartoonish in a bad way, but cartoonish look. But I think they have to do that um, to be able to, you know, run on, run at that level. Yeah, they can't go for the like hyper realistic look because they have mm-hmm. to run on so many different level of machine. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, this might be looking way too far in the future, but will Elder Scrolls Six also pursue this sort of format? Do you believe? No, nah, I don't think so. No, it would be another I would assume they would do game. a single player, yeah. Great. I, w- I wouldn't see why not. I mean, look how successful the last two have been. Well, all of them really, but the last two have been, you know, especially Skyrim was incredibly successful. So I don't really see them good. Well, and, and you know, ZeniMax uh, online studios is different from mm-hmm. Bethesda, so. Yeah. But they're all part of ZeniMax, but whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you've gotten far enough into any sort of storyline, but is there some sort of serpent represented in the story? Because uh, I see in the picture of the, the loading screen of the beta, there's like a three three serpents eating the tails of each other. Um, or something. You know, that was uh, from Oblivion, too. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, I've just... I put Oblivion in the other night, and... I still haven't even gotten out of the first dungeon yet. That well, that's a long, stu- a long I, dungeon. I had that feeling. I'm like, either I'm really bad at this game, or this is an extremely long no. Dungeon. Oblivion takes a while to get outside. Okay, <laughs> you take quite a while to get outside. Okay. I guess we can transition to Oblivion because oh, uh, I didn't mean to. No, do no, because no, I don't have much else in ESO. Uh, I don't have enough expertise to really dissect what's going on MMO wise on it because I've never really played one. So. Uh, could I make a special request? Mm-hmm. Could uh, some of the other people in the Facebook group, um, if you please have time, do us a, a favor and do a, a, a voice memo to Michael, uh, sort of explaining your experiences that you've had with the beta. I think uh, Sherry and Dick had access. Oh yes, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who else did. Michelle, maybe. I don't know if she maybe, got to play. Maybe. Uh, and uh, Sherry does uh, minimum requirements, correct? Yes. So I'm sure she'll be talking about it there. 
Yes. Which I can't uh, find on Downcast for some reason, which is weird. But <laughs> oh, I found it on my iPhone on, on their dumb app. So yeah, I usually don't use the podcast. I have to use the podcast app to find it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so if, if those anybody who had any experience with the beta wants to uh, go ahead and do a, like a quick two or three minute voicemail and send that in, I think that would be great to hear a, a conglomeration of everyone's stories of their experiences of this, of this weekend. Yeah. Especially people great. who got to play more than I did or have more experience MMO wise, you know, and have a better feel of what's going on for me. A lot of it was just learning for at least the first several hours. It was just figuring out how to do things in that setting. And all yeah. You have to, you have to teach yourself how to play an MMO first and before you can even learn the rules of this game specifically. Yeah. Well, it's just the different ways of leveling and things like that. And what, what I wanted to put points into and all that kind of stuff, just trying to figure all that out while trying to, you know, play on a laptop, um, with, with some crashing issues. It was, <laughs> you know, it, it just took a while to really get into it. And I, I don't really want to blame that on the game because it, a lot of it was on my end, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very jealous of everyone who got a uh, an opportunity to get exposed to it this early. That that's very cool to be a part of a you know a beta testing of of this sort of game. That's that's pretty fun. Yeah, I'm glad I got to do it because it. Uh, I think it gave me a good idea of that I want to play it. Um. And the verdict? What's that? Your verdict? Do you want to play it? Yeah, no, I definitely do. It gave me, let me okay. know that I, I'm definitely interested in playing it, and that I, I can play it comfortably as a single player and not feel like I'm in a world that I shouldn't be in. Great. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with that. And you know, after the 30 days, I'll obviously evaluate it, but um, I definitely want to pick it up and at least do the 30 day trial to. See it and, you know, see how I feel at, when it's fully open, the whole world's open and all that, and everything's ready to go, you know? Yeah. And so will you – how long will you wait till after launch before the bugs fixed and stuff like that? I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do yet. It all depends on a million different things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm still debating do I wait for the console or, you know, or not. Is the PC launched considerably earlier? Yeah, that's April 4th. April 4th, and the PC's a month or two later? No, I think they're in, like, June. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, th I think Significant it's, like June. Month. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any specific date for the consoles, but I think it was June, if I'm not mistaken. Or they're shooting for around that time, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah, but other than that, uh, it was I enjoyed it. Um well, that's awesome. I'm 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 glad to hear that it it it's looking good. That's that's very promising. Yeah, I I had fun playing it as a as a solo artist. <laughs> and from what I've heard from other people, it sounds like they also had a really good time playing it. They also had fun, sort of jumping into the world, and uh, you know, sort of exploring the new types of armors and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it'll be better once I can really sit down and play and learn. You know learn the smithing and all that kind of stuff that, that I'm looking forward to a lot. All right. Well, as far as other Elder Scrolls games, um, you started Oblivion a little bit, you said, so you're oh, still, I, on... I, just, I barely, barely, yeah. we popped it in and my wife was sitting on the couch and we sort of designed a character together <laughs> and, uh, just, you know, 
I don't know if I've even gotten to a load screen really yet. Maybe one, but I uh, now I'm still in a dungeon somewhere. I got out of the cell and I'm st- I killed a couple rats and haven't <laughs> done much. Things are dark in uh, Oblivion, aren't they? Yeah, I remember you suggesting grab a torch. So that was yeah. the first thing, first thing I did was find a torch somewhere. It's way darker than <laughs> Skyrim. The corners are way darker than Skyrim. Yeah, it, it, it looks... I was kind of surprised. I was expecting a huge step back in graphics. The graphics are just fine. The It seems a little clunky with the maybe the movements. Yeah, yeah, the movements but, aren't but as the smooth. the graphics are yeah. just fine. I thought it was funny, the... The initial character, when you load the game, when you're designing your face, it looks like a friend I know. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take a picture of that and take a picture of my buddy and put them together. Oh, man. So, I don't know. It's, it's, they looked similar. It was funny. Well, I anyway, don't know. We just, we, uh, my wife and I designed a, a dark elf. Oh, okay. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, oh, yeah. benefits and destruction magic, I yep. think. I'm a dark yeah. elf also, as a matter of okay. fact. <laughs> yeah, so I had to go with that. It looked like that was my favorite benefit out of all the, the different races. Yeah, I went with the dark elf. 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 <laughs> <laughs> with the warrior birth sign <laughs> and uh, archer class. That's that's where I'm sitting at. I'm at my guy's at a level 7 right now. Oh, I, I'm probably still at 0 if that exists. <laughs> It takes you don't level up as fast in Oblivion as you do in Skyrim. Yeah, I mean I've I've put in some good hours to this character and I'm only at level seven, so I've gotten used to not leveling up at all in Skyrim. It's been yeah. Actually, I, I leveled up yesterday and it was oh <laughs> light from the clar- the clouds. Oh light. yeah, because you're at seventy nine, so you're yeah. I just I just got to eighty. Oh yesterday. wow, <laughs> that's a grind when you're doing it the way you're doing it, uh, maxing yeah. out each category. Yeah. That's a grind. So did you play any Oblivion, um, or have you basically been doing all? Well, since last time beta? I re- since the last time I recorded, I played mostly Oblivion. Um, what have I, you done? I finally went and did Kvatch, which is uh, part of the main quest. So you head to Kvatch, and you're supposed to find this guy Martin, who's the uh, Emperor's brother, I believe, <laughs> the dead Emperor's brother. Um, is that Septim? Yeah, yeah. So you got to go meet him there or find him. He's a monk or something like that. Uh, so you're heading up to town. Everybody's like, it's under attack. Uh, yeah, so things aren't good in Kvatch when you get there. Uh, make sure you have a lot of health potions. <laughs> a lot of them. A whole lot of them. <laughs> So first, you have to close the Oblivion Gate, which you haven't seen yet. <laughs> I I haven't seen anything about Oblivion Gates yet. Yeah, that, this is where you first see it, is it Kvatch. So you get up there, there's an Oblivion Gate in front of the town gate, and you got to go inside, and um, you enter the Oblivion Gate and actually have to close it from inside. So it's like this whole other world um, where you have to go through these towers and and battle things and get to the very top of one. Oh, and, nice. And do something to be able to close it. It takes a little bit of time. but um, And then after that, you have to go into the town and kill off all like the danger that have spawned and everything and get Martin out of the town and open up the gate. It's a long... It's a... It's got to be an hour and a half, two-hour battle. 
Great. Nekovach. Wow. So it it's a good long story. Part of the story. Good long battle part of the story. Um, I am so fresh into it. I'm I'm still don't even know really what the story is about to happen yet. Yeah, you don't really find out until it goes on. But it's a lot deeper, I feel, than Skyrim. Yes. I, I've heard uh, Sherry believes that the uh the Oblivion storyline is much better than Skyrim. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know what? And even the side stories are much they're much more complex. Um, I'm also There's more NPCs that are more talkative as well, evidently. Um, I don't know if there's more NPCs, but yeah, it feels like you get more to do. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more stores. I know that there's a lot more options. Yeah. There's a lot more options, especially in the Imperial city. There's a lot more options. Um, there's the area is so huge uh, between cities and all that. But, yeah, so I wanted to – I kind of broke off from the main quest for a while to level up my guy a bit before I started it over or before I you know, hop back in. So I went around to the different towns and kind of worked my way around. Uh, the other one I did, I did this quest called um, – what the heck was it called? Let's see if I got it here. Through a Nightmare Darkly. Which was an awesome quest. It's more, that's a very cool title. Yeah, it's like a puzzle quest. This guy gets stuck in a dream world, and you got to kind of help him out. Um, and you do have to do these different tasks, but it's uh, it's more of a puzzle one than a battle quest. Cool. So that's a fun one. Um, I don't feel like there's tons of puzzle quests in Skyrim. Not a lot. Maybe some of the Dwemer ruins have it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. If you, you have know. to different. Flip different levers to open different doors or whatnot, but yeah. I also started the arena. I went to the arena and started battling, um, so I've leveled up some there. And I met the orc who you have to help. Um, I forget the orc's name, but uh, the the quest is uh, Origin of the Grey Prince. Oh, Agronak Gromalog. <laughs> I can't pronounce the orc names. Nice but, name, bro. But yeah, I like the uh, I like the arena. I have fun there. You go in, you battle, you win. People cheer for you. Uh, oh, in the one, oh, in the nightmare quest, you end up at the arena in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> and have to battle. That was freaking tough. I took a little while to get out of there. It, it was a good, tough quest. I really liked the nightmare quest. Um, I think once I get back, once the beta is over, I'll get back into Oblivion. I think. Because I did play Skyrim also, but uh, what have you done in Skyrim? I finally did the because I was going to do the Forsworn, so I went and did that. Uh, first, I did the Red Eagle quest, um, which is pretty you good. Get a sword from that, I believe. Right? Yeah, which I then promptly sold. Um, yeah, I like the Red Eagle quest. Uh, my guys, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of at the end of this character, I think. Yeah, I, I'd heard you kind of express that in, in the recent podcast. You thought you were near the end with Mork. Yeah, uh, after I did the Forsworn, I was like, yeah, that was fun. I don't really feel like doing the Dragon Quest with him, so uh-huh. <laughs> I think I'm going to move on from him after after this. So, and you said you'll probably go back and play some more Oblivion. Do you see yourself starting another Skyrim character? Or oh, yeah. Or are you going to take a break for a little while? I'll start another one, but I'm probably going to 
focus on Oblivion for a little bit. Do you have a uh, a seed, a kernel in your head about what sort of character for Skyrim you'd like to start? Is there a race you haven't done yet? Uh, yeah, I'll probably do something different. I don't know, maybe a Breton or something like that, because I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I've never heard of anyone using that. I don't really know what that means. I think they have a bonus for magic. They just kind of look like big people. normal people. Yeah, sort they of, look right? like big people, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which how I'm going to play it. I haven't decided yet. I'm not going to do the walk everywhere thing <laughs> and eat and yeah. sleep. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it was fun. Fun to experience it once. Yeah, I mean, I, I might do it again, but yeah, it was like, ah, uh, you know. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I got tired. You know what? I got tired of the Forsworn between the Red Eagle and the Forsworn quest. I was just like, uh-huh. yeah, I had enough of them. I killed them. And then I tried to, I went and did the abandoned house in Markarth. Oh, nice. That's always creepy, so I like that. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a fun little quest. I tried to find a way out without killing the guy. I was like, all right, maybe I can get out without killing him, but there is no way. <laughs> yeah, I take it you were unsuccessful. Yeah, he attacks you, so I had to kill him. Yeah. Um, but I told Molog Ball, I was like, nah. No pacify or anything too strong for that? Yeah, no, nothing. Because, yeah, there's, the door's locked anyway, so you can't get out. Yeah, so yeah. you got to kill him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is what it is. But, yeah, I was just like, uh you know, once you get to a certain level, I mean, obviously, I could just, you know, I could up the difficulty settings. But, uh, I don't know, I was kind of burned out on the quest. Unless I go and do, you know, I'm still the werewolf. Maybe I'll play around with the werewolf thing a little bit. Yeah, there you go. I might do that and just focus on Oblivion otherwise and do a little uh, werewolfing. Now, how have you <laughs> been going from 79 to 80, which takes uh. three or four days of playtime? Three or four days. It's God. It's been weeks. It takes once you get to that level. It takes a long time to level. Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, I've been trying to do the hardest stuff first, but I've been also been trying to gauge which stuff is hardest, and I can't really tell what. When you get up this high, everything sucks. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Conjuration is moving so stupidly slow right now. Oh man. That is what I'm tackling next, I believe. That's a grind. Um, I have, for for an expert spell, I have a flame thrall that I've been trying to cast, but I'm not even exactly sure when you get points for leveling up. Is it when the flame thrall attacks and kills something for you, or is it just by summoning it? Or no, I think it's during battle. When the flame thrall is successful in battle, that gives me points because i also have like the dread zombie one so just resurrecting a dead body will not give you any sort of points Uh, towards leveling up it's only when resurrected you know body actually is successful i'm not sure actually i'm trying to think um because this move is so damn slow i I mean when you get up to the higher level exactly what is the exact moment that you get points but i think it's probably only after they're successful in yeah, and especially as you get higher up, it, it's going to take more and more. Yeah, I'm trying to level up just like, you know, really high-powered things. I was having fun just finding bears for a long time, leveling up bear and taking yeah, yeah. bears to fight other bears. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, uh, no, but Conjuration's been going so slow. 
but you gave me a tip a couple weeks ago about, or maybe it was just last week. No, it's been done so much recently about I was trying to grind my one handed up and I was having trouble with it going so slowly. And you asked what weapon I was using and I was using a, a super high powered mace, a stall rim mace that was enchanted with like really high powered, like absorb health and fiery soul trap something like a really really high powered thing and then you gave me the suggestion hey why don't you try smithing up a a high powered weapon like a dagger that is not enchanted at all with anything because and then i know you said something about how you thought enchantments did not count towards level at all so there's no point in having them because they just kill things faster so you get less credit towards the actual level up Oh, okay. Is that what you were saying? Because that's the point I was thinking you were getting uh, at. Yeah, hmm. You know, now I don't know. <laughs> but because I, when I ditched my enchanted mace, mm-hmm. I had... Oh, yeah. No, if you go with... I, I know what you're saying. Okay. Uh, I had a dragon bone dagger, and yeah. things started going a lot faster. Then. Yeah, you also have to re- get the enchantments off of your gear. No, I yeah, I had I had no enchantments on my gear and no yeah. I had a I had like a forty five percent one handed enchantment ring. I took that off because you off only get the base damage. The yeah, so I I took off all the enchanted stuff. I made a dragon bone dagger and just went out with just normal normal armor and a unenchanted dragon bone dagger and yeah. things went a lot better there that that's definitely the way to do it because you only get the base damage so that way you're actually okay. doing more of the damage that actually counts towards leveling up here you go here's here's question number two off of that conjuration is my new problem okay i was just reading about that actually <laughs> I, I just because i was it's going so stupid slow um actually when i Enchanted. Let's see, what was m- the most recent thing that I did? Um, I had a success with um, pickpocketing. Yes. Went really, really, really quickly for me because I had like enchanted pickpocket. Oh, uh, yeah. So you could do higher level so, items. Like, I'm like, okay, so I don't understand. Is magic different then? Well, like, the pickpocketing is based on what you take. Yeah, I mean, I I only started taking, uh, you know, gems and stuff eventually. Yeah. Only stuff over a hundred yeah. value so or whatever. I'm pretty eventually. sure pickpocketing is based on the value of the item. And since my, I think the key with pickpocketing is just get your your speech up first, and then you can just every time you get caught, the guards are like, "You have committed crimes against Skyrim and her people. What do you have to say in your defense?" And you just say, "I don't really have time for this. Do you?" It says. Oh, fine eventually you can do that like four or five times and then they'll say oh no now you have to pay and then you're like i'm with the thieves guild and the the fine at least for me every time was only 12 gold and the gym i was stealing was well over the value of that anyway so your bounty really didn't even matter if you just paid that every time so i just sat there and i was in the courtyard of rifton boldly going up to people face to face ducking down and picking their pocket right in front of them until i would get caught and then just say well just leave me alone and then i will continue i'll just go over here to this booth and pick this guy's pocket and pickpocketing i i actually and i went up from like the 
low 70s to 100 in like an hour maybe oh wow that's fast yeah i was just you know motoring around rifting picking everyone off or picking pocket not picking them off jeez hmm. well apparently but, if you yeah explain right, conjuration for explain conjuration it works apparently it doesn't matter if you're in combat when you cast it as long as you encounter combat okay while it's active. I, I can i can have my flame atronach casted and then go look for a battle and he'll be around yeah yeah uh one of the tips is like to cast it in an area like uh where you're high up away from stuff and you can just you know kind of keep casting um like uh maybe where slaughter fish or things like that slaughter fish there you go because they're you know they're enemies but they maybe they can't attack it but then it's still active and in combat, technically. Huh. And then it says something about... Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, if you have a... Oh, like if you have a... Um, a follower who you can't kill. <laughs> preferably. <laughs> um, cast, like, Frenzy on them. And then cast Bounce Sword or whatever. Battle Axe. And attack them. Oh, cool. So apparently those are ways to do it quicker. I don't know. I'm sure there's other quick ways. Um, well, uh, a good way I found with my uh, conjuration, I, I did work on that a little bit yesterday. I grounded up like maybe four or five levels yesterday yeah. by killing something and uh, using the dread zombie to oh, resurrect okay, it yeah. immediately. And then using my destruction magic to kill it again, which actually helped level up my destruction magic. Oh, I that's was, good, yeah. I was surprised to find that out. So I would well, just kill it, resurrect it, destroy it, and then, you know, move on to the next thing. Or, like, kill the whole room of things and then just go resurrect one thing kill it each time. And that's a good way to help the grind a little bit on the destruction magic. Well, and if you have dual casting, I guess, for where you can cast two... Uh two souls you could do uh -huh. that too do you have that perk yet uh, i have not done the dual casting perk yet no oh and there's the twin souls perk i think is where you can cast two uh things at once yeah i just got the flamethrower that that stays permanently oh, he doesn't okay, have yep. a time limit he yep. uh, stays until he gets killed yep, she i guess technically rides along with you there <laughs> yeah yeah she's always cool hanging out um but See, we were talking about having not enchanted gear on for the one-handed, but I also got my destruction magic up to 100. But that actually, when I had, you know, my, you know, fortified destruction gear on, like the rings and necklaces and stuff, that actually seemed to help a lot. Yeah, so, I don't know so why that is. It's weird that it, it hurts you to use enchanted gear on... The weaponry part, like the the, yeah. the melee attacks, but for but like for... destruction magic and maybe even conjuration, I'm hoping. Yeah, no, there was they work on conjuration. About... But last yeah. night I went and I smithed up the hell out of some gear. I read the magic formula of how to get the highest you can for like potions, and then manipulating those potions into using the highest enchantment that you can get. And then, you know, using that enchantment to sm making the highest smithing that you can and all that. So 
I have a whole set of conjuration gear with everything is, you know, super, super maxed out. But I'm just wondering if that whole gear should, should I just use it or not? I don't even know. I'm going to have to go test it out, see what it does for me. I don't, I don't think the gear hurts you with the magic. Yeah. As, as far as I can tell, it, it, it helps. It seems to only be for the weapons. Yeah. Okay. Um, awesome. I'm not sure why that would be, but but yeah. have you ever done that where you've just you went from um your your alchemy table to the enchanting table back to the alchemy table? Oh yeah, yeah. Enchanting table to back get, to the alchemy yeah. table. I did like five rounds before it stopped going up. Yeah. What does it max out at? Like thirty nine percent on one of them or something like that, and a hundred and some, I forget what it is. Yeah. Well, on the consoles, yeah, there's I a max. Did get it quite as high as I can. Um, I got I got it to thirty one percent on most things, but then I discovered that um, there's a, a set of gear for that gives you an enchanting bonus. I think it's Adzeal, maybe his name is. I don't remember his name exactly, uh, but I just got his gear, and it gives you a ten percent enchantment bonus. Oh, okay. And so I threw on that gear. Like, I have a set of gear at each station, too. It gets annoying to have to take off your gear. Yeah, switch them. Yep. Switch your gear all the time between each time, too. But So, yeah, I didn't quite get to the, the max max, it seems. But I got some pretty high-powered potions. And that is what I have done with my dragon bow. Because archery is the last thing I'm going to try to level up. Okay. Well, that should go pretty quick. Uh, and so I was going to ask you, I smith it to highest capabilities, but do not enchant it, correct? Um, I think actually even smithing it, you don't get the extra. Okay, because I don't think I smith the... The dagger. I don't no, think you get... You only get the base damage, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. So do not smith it up. Yeah, either. I would just get better arrows. Use the best arrows you can get. And those are what either... Daedric or Dragonbone or something? Yeah, Dragonbone, Daedric. If you have a lot of Dragonbones, just chop some wood and make them. Yeah, I got a wood pile up in front yeah. of one of my houses. Yeah. You can make 24 at a shot doing it that way. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yes. if you just go smith them, you can do 24 of them at a time. With, uh, I think it's one piece of firewood or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I've been, I've been kind of holding off doing stuff like that, too, until I get everything to 100 because then I want to go legendary on smithing you know what i mean and just start smithing arrows and jewelry and stuff and well once you, yeah yeah once you go legendary you'll have to start at the you know 15 what? mark or yeah whatever. i think 15 yeah yeah i don't think you lose i forget you don't lose the knowledge you have i don't think really remember you know i don't remember you have to otherwise it'd go way too quickly right yeah no maybe you do there was something where you didn't i'm trying to think what it was oh no no no. i'm thinking of uh, alchemy you still know what the ingredients do oh that's helpful yeah so with the alchemy if you go legendary you still like and say you've done the perk where you, you know we're all for what all four things are for everything um you still have all that knowledge that's great so there is that. Well, I, shoot. I've got so many, you know, ingredients laying around. Maybe alchemy would be the first thing I'll, I'll try to do. Yeah, because it'll probably level up very quickly because you'll know – you'll be able to make something out of everything because you already know what stuff is. I need to go look up that, that – whatever. Is it like salmon roe potion of slow yeah, or whatever the sa- it is? If you can go – salmon roe is a pain in the ass to get, but if you can get it, I mean – that's a, Where do you get it? One of my houses, I have a fisher. No, fisher it's got to be the ones that are jumping in the river. 
in the waterfalls. Talk about this. Which which over by there's White Run? several areas, but if you, the river between uh, Riverwood and White Run, uh-huh. the waterfall area, as you're coming down the mountain, great. <laughs> which is my ringtone, by the way. Uh, mountain song from what? Jane's Addiction. <laughs> mountain song from Jane's Addiction. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I hear that every morning That's when awesome. I wake up, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> and it starts right there, coming down the mountain. Uh, anyway, so yeah, in the, like the heavy rapids waterfall area, it, you'll see the salmon jumping. Uh huh. Um, they're really hard to get. <laughs> really. <laughs> but if you can get some, I, I mean, wonder if there are any. If you're a Khajiit with the cat, the kitty claws, and no, you know what? That's not the problem. The problem is being able to stand in the water. Oh. Because it's flowing so fast, it pushes you off of where you got to be to catch them. Can you weigh yourself down at all with heavier no. armor and stuff? Does no. that help at all? Nope. <laughs> can you conjure a dead bear to salmon nope. fish for you? <laughs> I think you can shout them. Oh, that's awesome. Like maybe you could uh, fusor shout them, on, them. onto yeah. the shore. Unrelenting force them or something. But, um, that's cool. Even that's tough because they jump one at a time. It's not like, you know. Yeah. And it's It's a pain. It was yeah, it was nice to do a couple times, but then I was like, yeah, it's really kind of a pain in the ass. I'm not gonna do that anymore. And and with that ingredient, you get to make what kind of potion is it again? I forget. It was some crazy like you get eight million, what, eight thousand magicka for a half a second or something like that, what? and uh, it was something ridiculous like that. That's really that's crazy. Exaggerating, obviously, but and then you get some crazy amount of water breathing you can do. That's awesome for like hours or something like that. So yeah. I mean, stuff that by the time you get to the level where you're going to care about it, you would probably have enchanted on something or something yeah. like that. So it, That's you know. generally what I found a lot is by the time I find something cool, I'm like, oh, I kind of already have that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really doesn't do anything for you. To, but you can make a really expensive potion to, you know, yeah. boost up the 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 uh, alchemy level. I found some boots of water walking yep. the other day. Oh yeah, really yeah. You get those in the water. Solstheim, right? Yeah, I think that's actually the set of armor that gives you a ten percent enchantment bonus. I, I, I think it's a ten point to your skill level. Ten point, ten point, yeah. not ten percent. Yeah. Sorry, so if you're already a hundred, it doesn't really give you anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I have those actually sitting in my inventory. I don't think I've ever used them though. Well, um, I used them in the actually, past. I've been. I did a recently. test run. I did a test run wearing and not wearing that armor. Yeah, and it actually gave me a two percent bonus. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe so it, it does, actually then. actually did do yeah. a little bit at least. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've used the water walking ones before. They're fun. That's cool. I yeah. want to go test those out. Walk along the water. That's kind of what I did. I don't. I thought I was like, man, these must be useful for something. I don't know. I forget what they were for though. I been so long but yeah you would think that they would have like a special cave that you can only access by yeah i don't know if there is maybe there was and i forget about it you know but yeah. i do have them because i happen to grab them yeah. speaking of which uh secret caves and whatnot i uh went back and looked at my locations discovered as i was looking through my stats again oh yeah i have 393 wow locations discovered with the three dlcs oh, okay Whew. um and I'm still finding stuff, like, on a pretty consistent basis. Jeez. Yeah, I forget how many there is with all the DLCs, how many places there is. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I think that they're adding them 
as I'm because like I've like I swear that I've walked down this path before and there wasn't a secret cave here. I, <laughs> I went, tr- I triggered something somewhere, made this pop up. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> so basically, my rule is each town, each time I go into a town, I try to do a dragon shout just to double check and make sure you know so that the courier will do the startled thing like, oh, you caused quite your shout and yeah. whatever the other day. Please find the source of power in wherever this is <laughs> so I, I try to do that every time i go to a town just to try to make sure that i cover all of the bases of where the 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 shout walls are and all that and, stuff yeah and, <laughs> yeah, shoot. But, yeah i don't sure i haven't this character i haven't explored too much um just kind of been doing the quests as they went so mm-hmm that's why I kind of want to start over and, or, and just, yeah, uh, I don't know. I have more fun in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't want to besmirch Poit because I've had a, a, just a wonderful adventure. And, and with this character, it has, you know, we've had, we've shared this time and it's become my favorite video game of all time. It says a lot, but, um, I don't want to besmirch point, but I'm kind of excited to put her down and start something else. You know? uh, the grind to getting to 81 is tough. It's so tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing it that you know. It's, and does it, the uh, does the Ebony Warrior pop up at 80 or 81? I heard 80. 80. He'll just be oh, in sweet. town. Yeah, you'll go to town. He'll just be like, hey, <laughs> we're going. No, he'll be in town. I thought he'd be out on the road somewhere. Uh, I think it's usually in a town. He's just like, hey, we're going to battle. <laughs> and you oh man, that might cause that all the people in town to. Well, then you got to meet meet him at his place up in the mountains somewhere. I forget where he's at. Some random location. Oh, he sets up a showdown. That's fun. Yeah. High noon, my place. I would save right before it and try it at different levels. (laughs) What's that mean? Because it could be disappointing if you're too low of a level difficulty setting. Oh, yeah. I I should. uh, You're right. I'll save it and uh, try it. That happened to me the first time. I think I was on like. Right. Yeah, I remember you saying he was slightly disappointed. I was like, whoa, that was too fast. And I did it again and upped the level a bunch, and it was much more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> and much more difficult. But Great. Upping the level always uh, can add to the fun. <laughs> yeah, I actually played with that too much. I, I don't even know if I, I, I if I've touched my difficulty level. It's probably still at medium or whatever it starts yeah. at. Well, legendary is insane. Yeah. But I think maybe that's what I'll do on my next character is just play straight up legendary. Yeah, start out as a mage and From, do only legendary. You won't last long. Yeah, I won't start as a mage. <laughs> a bad idea. So starting as a mage is a bad idea. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I'm going to try to do it on my next character. Try to be a pure mage. I'll, I'm going to see if I can do it because I've heard you say that it's so difficult to do. Early on it is, and then it becomes really overpowered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, like it flips all of a sudden. It's like, wow, everything's really hard. Wait. Nothing is hard at all. <laughs> all of a sudden, I do everything. Yep. It's, you, know, you don't realize it, and then you're like, wow, I'm just killing everything right now. It's not even a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think next character I'll just do straight-up legendary from the beginning. Try wow. something different. That's great. Or maybe I'll play like a non-armor character, no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Will you use the like the ebony skin or whatever that enchantment is that, that yeah, spell. Yeah, I guess I could do that. I, I just uh, started doing that for the first 
time the other day too. Remember? Yeah, it helps a little bit. But when you're all my conjuration gear together, I yeah. started putting, made sure I had that spell together. I use that sometimes. Uh, once you get high enough, you know, armor, it becomes a little less useful. But yeah, early on, it's definitely helpful. Adding like forty points to your armor. I mean, with the oak flesh or whatever it is, that's really helpful in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you have. Uh, like whatever crappy armor you found in the <laughs> on the way out of uh, Helgen, <laughs> yeah, some sort of fur armor, I bet probably. Yeah, maybe yeah. iron if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> I think I'm definitely gonna go do the legendary thing next, though. That sounds Skyrim great. Wise, do you have yeah. any sort of a backstory you're thinking of? I don't know. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna be focusing more on Oblivion than Skyrim. Nice. But uh, when I start playing it, I'm probably going to just go straight right. straight to Legendary and get my butt kicked over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. Have no... I've, I've got the, the, the very small kernel of an, I, I think is going to be an awesome backstory for my next character. I, I, don't, I can't really bring it to light yet because I'm really not sure about it. I need to write it down and see if I can <laughs> flush it out a little bit. Refining but... it some? Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be really cool, though. Cool. But... I want to make. I want to write it down and just make sure it's not a a dumb um, M Night Shyamalan twist or something. <laughs> yeah, you got to worry about that. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that was our thoughts on everything from ESO all the way back to Oblivion. <laughs> and, Span a whole decade. Yeah, and oddly enough, if I go the laptop route. For not this laptop, but like a gaming laptop route for ESO, I'll probably start playing Morrowind. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because uh, it'll be available to me. So that's one of the yeah. things I'm debating because I, I I would like to do some of the mods and stuff on Skyrim and Oblivion and Morrowind also. So and do you have uh oh they have do they have mods for everything? Does it go back to Daggerfall and whatever? I don't the, know. Other if, ones are called? Yeah, I don't know if those do or not. Uh, I'm not sure. But uh, I know Morrowind has tons. Um, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim all obviously have tons of them. So. Uh-huh. so you can play Oblivion on PC that looks, like, super great. Apparently, yes. <laughs> wow. Man, I kind of want to buy a gaming PC now. But apparently uh, Oblivion wasn't set up natively for a controller on the PC. Oh. So it's not as clean to do. Yeah. Um, whereas Skyrim obviously is. So. Yeah. But you play Oblivion on your on your. I play on the console, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't mind upgrading the graphics and things like that because it's such a nice, you know, it looks pretty good as it is. Yeah, but, I was uh, surprised how good it was. Or even something that uh, smoothed out the combat some. <laughs> no, that that you could use definitely. Yeah, yes. the combat's rough in Oblivion, especially yeah. when you're going back from Skyrim. Well, I you had warned me about that, and I was expecting the worst, and it's not. Horrible. It's no, it's not terrible. It's just you got to kind of adjust to it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not Skyrim, but again, Skyrim's not Arkham Asylum either. No, no, no. It would be awesome if they could pair that fighting style, like that tight of super awesome, oh yeah, fighting mechanics with this sort of kick-ass open world total exploration game when they marry those two together that's going to be the 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 epic game for me that'll be awesome well speaking of uh, eso really quickly shari just tweeted out that she uh this is definitely the game she hoped it would be and she got an oblivion feeling in the story immersion 
That's great. I'm glad Cherry. So, I'm glad Cherry's having a great time with it. I like hearing that. Yeah, I'm kind of with her. Um, I haven't gotten as far into it as her, so I, you know, that's probably where the difference is. But she seems to put a lot of emphasis on the storylines and backstories. I think she writes a lot of fan fiction. I'm, I'm just beginning to get to know her a little bit, but I think she writes fan fiction that, and stuff. So yeah. it seems like story is a, a an, of epic importance to her in, in video games. I like the story more than the the battle, also. And yeah, I just like yeah. the general just living in what you're doing, you know, just living in Skyrim or living in Oblivion, whatever. You know, you're there, uh-huh. you're doing the normal stuff, you're, you know, buying, selling, whatever, wandering, coming across things, that kind of thing. So looking forward to doing that. But otherwise, uh, let's see, uh, you can join the Facebook group. Uh, it's on Facebook <laughs> and you search a Skyrimatic podcast. Uh, there's lots of people in there now actually, and tons of conversation, especially after this weekend with the ESO, but we were having tons of Skyrim conversation right before that, as a matter of fact, uh, with everybody posting their characters and stuff. Um, yeah, it's great. If, uh, anyone wants to join up the group and post a picture of your character and give us a brief background and then that usually launches a whole sort of of questions that everyone likes to get into so it's it's a good conversation starter yep uh next show will probably be mostly skyrim slash oblivion uh and maybe a little bit of eso uh whatever i play after this is done before the blizzard comes in (laughs) (laughs) and uh possibly dale on the next show i think not sure nice depending on uh timing so we'll see and uh, other than that, uh, Skyrimatic Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> can Can I just say a quick? I would like to uh, give a shout out to um, all of the the old school members of the Skyrimatic Podcast <laughs> wow. group. We have Facebook. old school members. <laughs> old school members, which is you know a couple months now. Uh, Sherry and Dick and Colin. And Dale and Michelle and Blake and Zach, and all the newcomers that have come up. Where I just looked and we're up to twenty-eight members. Yeah. So uh, start the conversation and everyone join up. And uh, Michael, I have an extremely personal, special request to make of you. Uh oh. Um, that's actually not personal at all. I don't know why I said <laughs> that. Um, I listened to the the Minimum Requirement podcast. Just mm-hmm. one episode that Sherry is on that she's a host of. Um, I would like to make a personal request that you get her on as a as a live guest on the podcast as well because she uh, is really knowledgeable about video games and it's she has a, a passion for this you know the Elder Scrolls world. So if you could get her on, if you could figure out that, how to do that sometime, that would be amazing. To get her on, that would be great. Definitely. And uh, uh, the the Australian accents just really cute to listen to <laughs> as well. That that is definite. Uh, the invitation is open and actually open to anyone. Uh, just contact me. And Colin, I'd love to hear his accent. And Dale from Tennessee, he's probably got something funky going on with his voice. Dale, yeah. no, you know, Dale's Dick, from yeah, Dick, Dick, from, yeah. Dale from Jersey. Uh, yeah, I was down in his neck of the woods last night. It's scary down there. Oh man, uh, Dale, bringing it. <laughs> it was dark and stuff down there. I was like, don't man. get lost in that beard. Yeah, he's yeah. killing the beard. He is. It's still going. Yes. I think he's uh, listening to Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and uh, I have one more 
special request of you as well. Sorry to extend this so long. Um, my band does a, a project called the RPM Challenge every mm. February where a band has to write and record an entire album wow. in under a month. And we did that, and I wrote a special song uh, that is Skyrim-themed. Awesome. So I was going to ask if you would please tack that on to the end of this episode, if you could have time to do that. Sure. sure. That's not a problem. Awesome. I will send you the file. And I uh, oh. hope everyone is having a great playthrough. And uh, join up in the Skyrim Attic Podcast group. Yep. yep. Join the group. All that stuff. <laughs> I am terrible at uh, promoting. Let's see. Oh, yeah. And if you could leave iTunes reviews, that helps other people find it. Most people that have something worth promoting are not good at promoting it, Michael. <laughs> I have nothing worth promoting. <laughs> now, this, this show provides so much pleasure to so many people, you don't know it yet. Uh, you can also check out the Chatterbox if we ever record again. <laughs> we will. I enjoy the Chatterbox as well. <laughs> we will be recording Force it. Again. Listen to it, people. We'll re- be recording this week, most likely, unless I am buried in snow. All right. Take care, everyone. <laughs> So uh, this week, uh, had a little, little longing for ESO, which uh, left us last week for the, for the time being. But anyway, I played a lot of Oblivion this week. Um, not a lot, but a, a decent amount. Played a couple quests, <laughs> and uh, man, the ghosts are scary in Oblivion. Oh. There was a, where the hell was it? There was this one ghost. Uh, I wandered into something, and it was this old man, like, right in my face, <laughs> just, like, moaning and whacking at me. But uh, he was pretty simple. Um, so a couple of, one of the quests I did was uh, I'd have, I'm in the Imperial City, and the other shopkeepers are like, this damn Tharnir has some really cheap stuff, and we know he's up to no good. So you got to... F- well, you, you ask around a little bit, and you ask Tharnir. He was like, oh, no, nothing's wrong. Get out. <laughs> so you have to follow Tharnir. But and uh, this is definitely the difference between uh, Oblivion and Skyrim. You don't follow Tharnir for, like, five seconds. <laughs> you got to follow him, like, all over the damn city. He goes to, like, the gardens. Then he goes into the main, the center part of the city. Uh, and then finally he wanders back to the merchant area and then into some garden in the back. And then you have to sneak up like right next to him to eavesdrop on his conversation with, uh, I think it's Agonir or something like that. It's the guy's name. Uh, so you find out that he's getting the stuff from Agonir and then you got to follow Agonir 
and he's he wanders all the way back to his place, which you then have to break into while he's not there. Because when he's there, he bars the door and you can't get in. So, <clears throat> did that whole thing. Sneak into Agonier's basement, and you find out he's got, um, <clears throat> he is basically robbing graves. <laughs> That's where he's getting his loot from. So he's robbing graves and selling it to Tharnir, who is then in turn selling it to people. Uh, Very innovative fellow he is. Uh, So you you follow him when he's going to – I believe you have to follow him again, just going off the top of my head, to where he is going to do his next – you talk to Tharnir, you let him know, blah, 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 and then you have to go stop Agonir. I think it's Agonir or Agonar. Sorry if I'm messing up his name. Anyway, follow him over to some mausoleum. And he's in the basement. He's like, yeah, I was on to you. I knew you were following me. And him and some other dude are trying to kill you. But you kill them first. And then you bring... Oh, and you can't forget to grab the shovel out of the out of the grave there. Because that's your evidence to give the Jensen, who is the one who gives you the quest. But, uh... Yeah, that was... it For some a simple quest, it was... It took a little bit of time because you have to, you have to follow these people. You have to break into their houses at certain times. Um, that is definitely a big difference between uh, Skyrim and Oblivion. Like a, the time sensitivity of some quests is uh, important in Oblivion, where not so much in Skyrim. Uh, another thing that happened to me was I wandered onto that ship outside of Anvil and I couldn't even hurt that ghost and I ran away like hell. So that happened. Um, (laughs) while I was in Anvil, (laughs) these nice young ladies came up to me and were like, Hey, do you want to come to our farmhouse and have lots of sex? And I was like, okay, sure. What could possibly go wrong? So Basically, this is a quest where um, you hear about it in town. Um, uh, what the hell is the guy's name? Um, let me look it up real quick. Oh, you're at the Flowing Bowl. That's where you hear about it. But um, Gogan, that was the guy's name. So you hear that uh, Gogan, he got taken by this this gang of wily ladies who promised him some sexy times and stole his stuff. Uh, apparently they're doing it to all the men in town. Now Anvil is a port city, so I guess a lot of uh, a lot of sailors and such. So the old stereotype of sailors and and ladies, I guess that's what it's all about. But um, so you get uh, you have to go out to the flowing bowl to kind of entrap these ladies, I would guess. So you're sitting there and you talk and blah blah blah. One comes up and they're like, "Hey." We can show you a good time out at our farm. But, you know, everybody loves to go to a farm. So you head out to their farm, and you have to be there at 11 o'clock. So uh, here's what happened. (laughs) I went out that way, and I stopped at Fort Strand on the way. Uh, And next thing I knew, it was 1 a.m., and I'm like, oh, damn it. So I had to wait till the whole next day. So the next day I went there. Uh, there is a little cave right across from there that I went into. I forget what it's called. Um, I forget what it is. But I, I, I did that right before the farm to kill some time. But uh, then I get to the farm. And oh, there's an oblivion gate off to my right that I could see too. Which I was like, oh, 
God, these are so take so long to close, and I'm kind of in the middle of closing it now, actually. But um, so I get to the farm. I try and go in at like four of eleven. Nope, can't get in. Right at eleven, though, you can get in. So I get in. She's like, "Hey, how about you? Uh, you get comfortable and uh, take off that armor and drop those swords and." Yeah, I'll just let down your defenses and go lay on that bed, and we'll have a good time. And my guy's like, no, don't think so. I'm on to you. You guys are going down. And boom, here it's on. All three of them come out. All three of the ladies come out and are attacking you with the magics. And uh, you have to just take care of them. It's a pretty tough battle, actually, because I'm not real high-leveled or anything. So uh, there's three of them pretty much in this tiny little room trying to beat the crap out of you <laughs> so eventually you get all of them and then you find out uh gogan and the uh lady i forget who it was uh malona were actually are actually undercover agents who set you up and uh put you onto this so that was nice of them to set me up and not tell me what's going on but there's some good loot in the basement you get one of the keys off the uh, key off one of the ladies and yeah, i think all three of them have a key so just grab it Go into the basement. You can loot all the stuff from the guys who have been taken by these three women. And I really didn't feel bad taking all their stuff because uh, obviously these guys were scurrilous and up to no good. And trying to have fun times with these ladies on the sly behind other people's backs. So I took all their gear. Um, then after that, well, I'll, I also did Fort Strand in between this, obviously, since I said that fort strand nice uh nice little little fort it took a couple well game time wise uh actual time it probably took me 45 minutes maybe to get through i did a lot of sneaking a lot of bow work a lot of sneaking in the sword in the back um and it turns out actually uh it's a there's a quest related thing in there that i ended up picking up and uh we'll have to bring back that I didn't realize I had that quest, but apparently I did. <laughs> so I still can't repair enchanted items yet, which kind of sucks. Um, not high enough leveled on that. My character, I think, is a level seven. Um, but yeah, I I gotta gotta kind of work on that. It, I'm still trying to remember how to grind things up in this game, like you know, like you're doing skit because it's been quite a while since playing. So. So I'm still trying to, you know, get that down. Um, whoops, sorry, I just read an email. But, uh, <clears throat> no, but it was a good grind, uh, good, you know, able to sneak. I have, uh, I was using the Detect Life spell, but I ended up getting a Detect Life gauntlets. I think I got the, them in Fort Strand, which are amazing because you put them on. And you don't need to use the spell anymore. <laughs> so I, that freed me up to use something else in that spell slot, which is nice. Uh, pretty much all my quick ones are are spells. So I, I don't have like uh, my sword or my bow on the the uh, on the D pad there for for the Xbox. I just use spell because I'm trying to just level stuff up. So I'm just casting spells like willy nilly left and right. Um, finally figuring out soul trap again it's been so long since i did it in this game it was you know it's because it's it's just different than skyrim so and i'm old and i don't remember five or six years ago when i played this so 
<laughs> so it's, it's like relearning it all over again. But things come back to you when you're doing them. Um, yeah, so I finished Fort Strand, then obviously finished uh, the the ladies off. In, yeah, I finished the ladies off in the farm. Um, and then I headed over to that darned Oblivion Gate and wandered in there. Right now I'm in the middle of that. Man, it's you got to go through the tunnels and through the cave and then through that part. And then you're up the tower. And then so I'm uh, partially through that. The Oblivion Gates take a while to close them. They're they're a, they're a grind, that's for sure. They are definitely a grind. Uh, I'm about to head into the part where I can close it, close the portal or whatever it is. Um, I'm partway up that tower, so I'm gonna close the the gate outside of Anvil there, and then uh, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm gonna do the uh, Grey Prince quest the next, which is one you get from the arena. I've d- I did some arena battling as well. In my travels, I uh, did a few more levels of a few more battles in the arena, moved up a level, and just to just to kind of get a get some combat in. But uh, that's where that's pretty much where I'm sitting at, oblivion wise. Um, do you have some feedback from uh, Blake here? Let me pop that in, and this will be about uh, Skyrim. So. It'll actually fit the name of the podcast, unlike my my talking. <laughs> Good need to change that opening, I think, since we're talking about kind of everything at this point. So here is uh, here's Blake. That would help if I turned it up. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Blake, a.k.a. Hesser from NineNights.net, and this is my I Have a Skyrim Addiction minicast. I made a new character on the PC. I'm playing through this time as a Khajiit. It's my first playthrough as a Khajiit. Um, I fell in love with the magic playing on the 360, so the Khajiit is going to be a caster as well. Um, a little backstory on my character. He, he traveled through Skyrim, or to Skyrim the first time with his family on a trade caravan when he was young. Fell in love with the place. But even even while he was young, he, he realized that some of the other races, uh, especially the Nords, were kind of weary of the Khajiit. And that always kind of stuck with him. As, as he got older, he decided to make a, a trade trip on his own. Always loved Skyrim, wanted to go back. Told his parents he was going to travel to Skyrim. They kind of thought he was still a little too young to be trading in Skyrim by himself, but he went anyway. Uh, As he came into Skyrim, he met some less than desirable people who, knowing he was a Khajiit, was favorable to sneaking and stealing and pickpocketing and just being good at it was was basically in his blood. So he... He's working his way through the game, or well, I'm working my way through the game, and he'll be a, a thief. He'll learn to pickpocket. I'm going to work on his speech to bring that up some to see if I can influence some people. But in, in one town, he ends up causing some trouble. I was meeting with some Stormcloaks, talking to them. They were kind of trying to persuade him, talking about the Civil War, to join the Stormcloaks. He was still kind of undecided. Some of his friends that were with him, one of his friends, ends up stealing a horse. The Imperials show up, round up the Stormcloaks that are in the town. He gets thrown in the car with them, just guilty by association, I guess. And, well, that's how the story begins. So 
he will definitely choose Stormcloaks on the on the Civil War quest line. And um, that's that's about it. You know, I'm just level five or six right now, just starting out. Um, he'll be he's in robes right now for the magical bonus, but I'll end up um, disenchanting the robes and using the enchants on some light armor later. I'm also doing, uh, I really want to max out the archery this time. And this will also be my first playthrough on the PC that I'll get to experience all the DLC. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. But I really want to take my time through Skyrim, just the main game. I want to go slow this time. You know, last time I beat the game at like level 27. So I want to go through, really explore. I missed a ton the last time. And uh, just looking forward to uh, going through again. This is the second time I've paid... Uh, full retail price for the game and you know it's so good that i'd i'd pay it again so uh if you've got a uh, your own story to tell for your character you know please by all means send it in we'd all love to hear it so check out uh nine nights.net <coughs> nightcast sorry i'm choking so yeah i'm going to start a new character too i think i'm going to concentrate on my old school way of just like uh he's going to concentrate on archery i'm going to kind of do the same thing so I haven't decided what race or anything yet, but that's uh, definitely up for me next. I've been busy tiling the kitchen floor, so <laughs> there's that excitement. Um, other than that, uh, that's about all I got. You can check out uh, the Facebook group, which is exploding. Uh, we have ton- – oh, there's one thing. Speaking of uh, speaking of Blake, he had, a, he had a question on the Facebook group, which was awesome. Um, so Lydia's driving him insane. And she looks like a target dummy with all the arrows in her back. So he gave two choices. Does he go to White Run and release her of her duties or take her to the top of High Hrothgar and Fusaranto far off the uh, mountain? <laughs> uh, I think right now Fusaranto and her off the mountain is winning. Um, it's close, though. It's close. Um, <laughs> it's a close battle. But, uh, yeah, no, there's all kinds of, you know, hop on the group. We had a bunch of people join this week. And uh, thanks to everybody who's been listening. Um, once uh, some more ESO stuff comes out, I'll, I, I'm, I haven't, still haven't decided what I'm playing on yet either. But uh, I definitely know I'm playing. So there's that. Um, you can also email the show at skyrimaticpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, check out Chatterbox Podcast. Uh, Chatterbox is two words do that thing we did that this week i actually have to edit that oh god that's today i'll be doing that and then i'll be tiling again but that's all i have this time so take care of them all right how's it going everyone another fine edition of the uh, podcast um if you want to contact the show you can do it so at scaramaticpodcast@gmail.com. i'm gonna do this in the beginning because i'll forget at the end uh, and you can check out the Facebook group. We've had uh, a bunch more people join, always talking about stuff over there. Anyway, so I played, well, it's been about, I guess, about two weeks. So I played three different games. Play, I did the ESO beta again, a um, bunch of Oblivion, which I forget a lot of, and I started a new character in Skyrim. So uh, just quickly on the, the ESO beta, uh, not much different from last time, but uh, I did like how they changed the Cold Harbor beginning when you're in the prison, I thought that was cleaner. And like, I don't know if it was because I had played it, you know, through a second time or if there was just less people in there. So there was less confusion, but it just felt like it went smoother. 
last time it just i don't know felt like a mess but um the thing i didn't like was uh that they changed the starter island thing um they made it default that you skip over the starter island i would prefer that you know it, i'm fine with giving the choice of skipping over it but i'd prefer if the default was you start at the starter island but um just little things like that but other than that, i enjoyed time i had to play um i still don't love playing on the you know mouse and keyboard so if the controller is not native for the uh, PC Mac version. I, I don't know. I may just wait for the console. I'm gonna have to look into that further though, because I don't. I don't really know quite offhand. I, I believe I saw something where it's not going to be, but I'm not definite on that. Um, so Oblivion. I played a little Oblivion. Well, I actually played a lot of Oblivion, but it was like a week ago. <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> my brain's a little fried. But I was in Skingrad last I recall, and. Um, there's this crazy guy there who thinks everybody in town's out to get him. So I'm kind of halfway through that quest. I started following people around. Uh, but what I did mostly previous to that, was it possibly an anvil maybe? Uh, there was an oblivion gate. So I go in. Uh, I start to do it. There was the th there's three towers. You have to go all the way. So <laughs> I, you know, I go all the way to the top of the tower. There's nothing there. I come all the way back down and go all the way to the top of the next tower and realize there's a lever at the top of the tower and had to go all the way back up to the top of the other tower to pull that lever too. And they allow you to get to the third tower, which is out in the lava, where you have to go to get the sigil stone and all. So that took quite a while, and I believe... And I did not die when I came out of that one. I don't know if I talked about the one where I died when I came out of it, but that was not fun. Um, a boar killed me on one. That was, that was, I think I talked about that last time, but yeah, this one was three towers. You go up, you have to pull a lever in each tower. And so those are pretty good. It's, closing the gates takes quite a bit of time, um, each gate. So you, you can really spend some serious time doing that. It, it does kind of gets a little repetitive, but there are at least pretty good battles going up each one. Um, starting to get the archery down a bit. I'm terrible at lockpicking in Oblivion. I don't know why. I'm just awful at it. Um, Skyrim is so, so much easier <laughs> lockpicking-wise. It's not even funny. Um, Skyrim, I don't even have to level up to lockpick. It's ridiculous. It, it's probably too easy, actually, in Skyrim, and probably appropriately easy in Oblivion. I'm just really bad at it right now. I think I used to be good at it, but I'm certainly not now. Uh, I've been using the spells, the open easy and open very easy chest spells. So hopefully I can get some some more of those i did a bunch of arena battles also i was battling in the arena so i've leveled up quite a bit there um other than that in oblivion not much uh, not that i can think of offhand I'm, I'm, oh i knocked off the gray prince quest uh which is one you get from uh the guy in the orc in the arena you talk to the orc in the arena and you know so I completed that quest. You have to go find out his lineage. Um, other than that, that's all I can think of offhand. So I started a new character in Skyrim, uh, starting on Legendary mode, which is... Uh, I don't think I've ever started a character on Legendary. I've played Legendary as characters have leveled up, but not from the beginning. So, yeah, I didn't die getting out of Helgen at all. So that I think they have that low enough leveled where... You're not really going to. 
Um, so I left Helgen and pretty much went right into the normal story. I, I took my time doing it though. Uh, I did go. I went to Riverwood. You know, you run into Sven, and he wants to. Forget the lady's name, but he's in love with the same lady as Fane Doll, and she doesn't like him anyway. But so I, I did the lying, and I got Sven on my side. So I took him as a follower. Uh, did some smithing there. Did all that uh, smithing. I've been doing a lot of arrow smithing because I'm pretty much. So I, I started a wood elf. Um, I think I'm level fifteen right now. Most of them, I've probably put the majority of my points into the archery tree. Uh, a little bit into Illusion, because I'm doing Muffle and Fury and Calm, things like that. So I'll put a little bit into there. I'll probably put one into Alteration for right now to help with my um, uh, armor. <laughs> Use, like, Oak Flesh and stuff like that. So, uh, And I'll also, I may put one point into Restoration just to make uh, you know that a little cheaper. Other than that, let's see. I also put oh sneak is the uh, I probably put the most in archery. Probably put f- like five points in archery and like three in the sneak. I think maybe four in the sneak. It may, it may be pretty balanced between sneak and archery, but th- those are the two I'm focusing on, and also on smithing so I can get better bows, obviously. Uh, and also, I found that you know what, alchemy is really useful in uh, when you're playing legendary. <laughs> Because you need a lot of potions to get better, <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm definitely going to put some points into alchemy too. So I always have uh, some potions with me. And also, what I found is usually when I start characters, I don't even put points into health at all, because by the time you get leveled up enough, you don't really need it if you put points into other things. But this one, I've actually had to just to survive, put some points into health. So I've put probably split it. Uh, say 50% um, Magicka, and then 25 Health and 25 Stamina. That's how I've kind of split it up for the amount of points I've I've had to put in. But um, So I started the main quest. I hung around Riverwood a little bit, did a little smithing, kind of tried to level up doing some little things. I think I went to that mine outside of town in a... Did some stuff there, but then I went over to White Run, got started up, talked to uh, the Jarl and all that. Balgruff, I think, or no, he's in the other town. Whatever. I uh, so I talked to him. Went to Bleak Falls Barrow, and Sven was incredibly helpful there. Uh, he was a pretty good sneaker, but I would sneak and then run away, and then the Draugr would attack him, and then I would come back and snipe them. So that worked out well. He he was very helpful, and he was all help, also helpful because I just grabbed everything I can. While I'm out, I grab everything right now just so I can, even like fur boots. It doesn't matter. Just grabbing them all to make some money. So, I grabbed all the stuff I could, piled stuff on him, piled stuff on me. Get the dragonstone. Uh, the end battle was pretty good. Did a lot of running around and hiding. So like Sven would take on the Death Lord, and I would run. A lot, <laughs> so he didn't come get me <laughs> and shoot him with arrows as I was running and hiding and trying not to get killed. And then he, you know, he would regain his strength and go back at him again, and I would be able to snipe a bit. And then I'd have to run around loading it. So eventually, I got him. But um, so that was that was pretty fun. Legendary, definitely uh, much more difficult 
<laughs> definitely, definitely does. Certain things are. Mud crabs are extremely difficult for some reason. I don't know why. I get my ass kicked by some mud crabs. Ugh. But uh, so I returned to Dragonstone, battled the dragon, which took me about 750 arrows to take down. Uh, I'm only, I think I was only using iron arrows at that point that I had made. And my smithing, I've been doing a lot of arrow making. Uh, it builds up your points, and it w- they weigh nothing. <laughs> so it's kind of a bonus. You don't get any money for selling them back, but really when you make the daggers, you don't get much money for selling back anyway. So I've you know, gone to just making arrows. Uh, you obviously can't sell the iron ones. They're not worth anything. The steel ones are good to use, so I've been making some steel ones. Uh, so anyway, beat the dragon eventually. Sven was there to help as well. And get soul, blah, blah, blah. Head back to Whiterun. Um, since then, I haven't... I don't think I've gone any further in the main quest. I, what I've started to do was each... I'm not like I'm fast traveling, doing whatever I want kind of thing in this character. But uh, what I've... Uh, oh, I went into the Hall of the Dead in uh, Whiterun. Where you get the Amulet of Arcade for the guy. This was before... I think this was before I had Sven. But uh, I went in there, and I sneak around the corner, and that skeleton just beats the hell out of me. <laughs> like, one shot at me. I'm like, son of a bitch. So that, that's when I knew Legendary was for real at lower levels. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Sven and I went out exploring. Um, where did we end up? We ended up at, uh, so mostly I, did, I started branching out from White Run basically, to the west. Because I don't usually go that direction to start out. Like I do like into the open area, white run there before you get to Warwickstead. But I don't generally go past there early in the game. It takes me a long time to get out to Markarth. I don't know why. Uh, probably because of the uh, Forsworn. But, um, so I started branching out from right, what, uh, white run Sorry about that. to the west and a little bit to the east towards Riverwood. So I went out took took out some bandit caves, things like that. And uh, he, Sven, very helpful. was able to get lots of stuff, bring it back, sell it. So what I'll do is I'll walk out to where I'm going and then fast travel back and uh, do the same kind of the next day. So I kind of find things. Or I'll, like, if I've gotten far enough out, I think I was out at, like, I think Swindor's Den's, like, halfway to Rorik's Den. So, like, the next day I fast traveled to Rorik's, uh, to uh, Swindor's Den before I went back out. But... So, while doing this little bit of exploring, I ended up at uh, Breakwind Basin. I think it's Breakwind Basin. And uh, Sven and I go wandering in there. And there's a lady at the top. I thought she was a mage. Uh, no, she's a vampire. And she killed me in like three seconds. <laughs> so I was like, yep, we got to get out of here. Well, <laughs> apparently not. So I ran, and then by the time I got back, uh, poor Sven was dead, and he had, I had finally gotten a, uh, I don't know where I got it, but there was a hammer with, uh, a war hammer with soul and trap, soul cha- and chan on it, soul trap and chan on it, sorry about that. So I actually had to sneak back in and sneak right up next to her and take it out of him and get the hell out of there. So poor Sven took it and died, <laughs> but uh, he was a very good help for helpful uh, he was a good helper <laughs> while he was there. Uh, so I went back to White Run, obviously, and I'm like, yeah, I need a follower. So at that point, I had Lydia as the house Carl. So I was like, yep, come on. 
Come follow me. Here's your Warhammer of Souls. Let's go. And we headed out. We did a little adventuring together. And uh, we headed over to good old uh, Redoran's, uh was that Redoran's cave or whatever it is, out in the the open area between Whiterun and Burkstead there. And we were doing well. We were doing nice. Uh, the bandit chief had come up and attacked her. I was sniping from behind. And I hit her in the back of the head with an arrow. And needless to say, Lydia is no more. So I'm going to be looking for another follower. <laughs> that was like the last thing I had done. So, yeah, uh, that didn't go well. Lydia didn't last very long. So I have no house Carl anymore because <laughs> she's dead. But, uh, yeah, uh, so... I'm going to be picking up a new follower because I need one just early in the game here just to carry stuff so I can make some money, basically. That's all I uh, That's all I do. So that's all I'm doing right now is just trying to make money as I go through the quests. But uh, I'm working my way. I think. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I did make it out to Rorikstead, and I turned in. I don't usually go this direction, but I'm, I don't know. I just felt like doing it. I turned in the Red Guard woman in Whiterun to the Akiri Warriors. So, yeah, I'm not being real helpful this time around. I helped out Sven, who's a liar. I turned in the Red Guard woman, who's possibly innocent. Uh, it's, I don't know, my guy's gray, I guess. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, I'm playing a female character this time. But uh got a little bit of feedback, so Keith emailed in. Let's see, he's been... uh. So his email is he's been playing Skyrim wrong, he thinks, because he's never really gotten into smithing or the other skills. And uh, mainly he's just been, been doing the quests, and his guy doesn't level up that much. He plays a mage, and he's only about level 15 or so. And he has also has a Nord. He plays two-handed at the same. Um... Yes, see, smithing, alchemy, enchanting can level you up pretty quickly. And also they help you battle-wise. Definitely smithing and enchanting. Uh, alchemy depends on what you're doing, but it's not really as important. But you can level up pretty quickly in that. So I just, early in the games, I just collect everything I can for smithing and enchanting. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of uh, smithing, difference between oblivion and, oh, not oblivion, I'm sorry. One thing I like in the ESO was where you can break down the items and get the stuff from it. I wish you could do that in uh, Skyrim. I'm sure there's a mod for it where you can break things down and get the equivalent of, uh, you know, ingots and things like that. But, yeah, collect whatever you can. Smith it up. Mostly in the beginning, you're just, like, shoot some wolves, kill some bears, saber cats, all that kind of stuff. Get the pelts. Make them no leather. Make some leather bracers. Um... Another good way is uh, I like the arrows, making arrows if you're using a uh, bow because they don't weigh anything. So you can, you know, you get the firewood, you get the whatever and gets iron steel, make some, make a bunch of arrows. It'll level you up, but then the material won't weigh anything. So you're, you're not burdened in any way. Uh, enchanting, obviously you need to get some, you need to get a soul trap, either a spell or 
preferably weapon. But if you're mage, the spell obviously be better. So, and just keep collecting them and filling them. And even the when you get like petty ones, just make something small. It'll level you up in the beginning. Sell it off. For a while, what I did was um, previous characters. I'd get a bunch of materials, smith a bunch up. If I had a bunch of soul gems, I'd go up to Dragon's Reach, uh, enchant everything, and go back and sell it. And you usually make some decent coin. Also helps your uh, speech skill. Uh, that, those are good ways to level those up. Yeah, and they're definitely worth getting into. Um, not sure how useful alchemy actually is, except for early on, depending on the type of character you're playing. But uh, you can definitely level up with it. So, All right. I think that's all I have uh, for today. Um, you can... Oh, I already did that. Good. <laughs> that's why I did it. No, shit, because I would have forgotten. All right, everybody. That's all I got. Uh, and I have a little uh, tribute to Lydia here at the end. Goodbye. Lydia keeps my toothbrush in her apartment And she never complains And then jokingly she says Boy, it's been so long since I've held you I nearly gave you up for dead I nearly gave you up for dead I nearly gave you up for dead Lydia, Lydia, how come you understand? Rest in peace, sweet Lydia. Rest in peace. Hello, happy uh, ESO day, everyone. Uh, I'm not playing right now, but hey, it is the launch of ESO day, even though the, uh, what was that period called where you could do it beforehand? Whatever. Uh, where you could, the, uh, you know, if you bought it, the preview period, whatever, where you could play it before it came out. If you uh, had pre-ordered it. So, early access. My God, why couldn't I think of those words? That's ridiculous. Uh, so, uh, I've not been playing ESO, but I have been playing quite a bit of uh, Skyrim. But, um, quickly speaking of ESO, <coughs> I, I wanted to mention... Um, I don't know if I'll give it... <sighs> Sherry, let me know if you want me to give out the name of the guild... Because uh, we do have some people on the Facebook group, uh, and Sherry started a guild in ESO. Uh, if she wants me to give out the name, I certainly will. Um, so speaking of that, I'll mention Facebook group if you want to join that. We have a lot of good talk on there about pretty much all of the recent Elder Scrolls games. I don't think we've ever talked about Daggerfall or Arena <laughs> at this point yet. But uh, we have talked about uh, all of the others and continuing ongoing conversation, Skyrim, ESO, and Oblivion pretty regularly actually um and some dreaming about elder scrolls 6 as well <laughs> so 
Uh, hop on there. It's uh, if you search a Skyromatic podcast on Facebook, should pop up. Um, what else? Oh, if you if you would leave a review for the show on iTunes, that'd be awesome. Maybe more people will see it. That's always cool. Uh, other than that, okay, back to the gameplay that I've been doing. Uh, so I started the legendary character. Uh, started a female wood elf. I don't remember quite where I was last time, but, uh, I pretty much was working kind of off, uh, I believe Sven had died. Uh, I was using kind of white run as a base cause I was going, loading up on stuff, going back, selling it. Uh, just trying to get the character leveled up some because, uh, you know, things are tough when they're <laughs> in that legendary setting early on. Uh, shit will kill you. Um, many mud crabs have uh, gotten me. Uh, it's been a long journey, a long battle. Um, did I talk about the ridiculously epic dragon battle I had last time? I don't remember, but I did. I had I shot like 200 iron arrows at the thing. Uh, and used uh, guards as shields. Anyway, so uh, I've done some exploring. I go out. What I'm not like, uh, I'm just playing my normal style, but just on, I figured that would be best to do on legendary mode because I, I don't need any extra challenge beyond that. So I've been playing my normal style that I'm comfortable with. Archer, sneaky, um, some alchemy, lots of enchanting. So I've been working on those things. Um, smithing, obviously, up the light side. And, uh, yeah, putting most of my points into... I'm a level 30 now, I believe. Putting most of my points into the archery and sneak. I do, what I do need to do, though, is put the points into illusion to get up to the silent casting or quiet casting. That's a very, very important perk for those of us who like to sneak and not be caught. So I, I gotta, I gotta start doing that. I, I'm like level 67 illusion. So I really, really need to, I've put so much into archery and sneak. I think I'm good for a while. So, um, I'm going to, from now on, I'm going to put in the next four, I believe into illusion so I can get that quiet casting. Um, as far as smithing goes, I'm up to I'm doing some elven stuff now. Mostly making arrows, which is awesome. Because, uh, you know, then I don't have to buy them. <laughs> so, if that bastard by Belthor's... Man, he does not like to leave that... I forget his name. The guy who works for Belthor and always brings some wood. He does not like to leave that chopping station at all. Um, so, anyway. On my adventures banding about I uh, wandered into Volenrude where the Aura Whisper shout is um, so Volenrude is where Kvenel is I always want to say Knievel but I think I do this one a lot this seems to be one I do do quite a bit um, this is also Volnrude is involved in a Dark Brotherhood quest, but I just went in there. I didn't do any Dark Brotherhood stuff. I just wandered in there as I was wandering about. So anyway, there's the two sides. You have to go get, a, a, I believe, a sword and an axe to open a door. So to the once, let's see, to the left side, I believe, as you go in. Well, there's that room, but you know, I'm not talking about that one. <laughs> Those of you who've played this will know what I'm talking about. So anyway, I went to the left to get, I think it's the axes on the left-hand side, but there's this Death Lord sitting in a throne. So man, 
lots and lots of sneaking. I have no uh, helper with me, no companion. So just me and sneaking a lot. So I'll sneak down, shoot some arrows, sneak way back. It takes a long time. I wasn't really that high leveled at this point. I was probably in the 15 range. Um, so I, you know, slowly worked my way down, picked off the Draugr on the way down as I could. Um, no one-shotting at this point. It was not high enough level to do any one-shotting. I think I was using like an Imperial bow or something with uh, Soul Trap on it. So just sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. Uh, that Death Lord at the end was kind of a pain in the ass. He took a lot of arrows. Oh, a lot. Uh, I do have the uh, Fury spell. I hit that every once in a while. If I'm coming up to like some wolves, I'll let them battle each other or even like I think I used it on some bandits, let them go at each other before I went down and killed them off. But uh, I, I didn't use it in here. I just did a lot of sneaking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I got both items, sneaking, killing Draugr, etc., etc. And uh, got into Gavanel. And when you get into him, you kind of go through like this cave walkway kind of thing. There's like some bookshelves. And then you go through this back cave. and All right, so you go through this cave area, like this corridor cave, and then kind of banks to the right, and that's where he's at. But once you hit him, like he goes running around looking for you, he'll go up. There's a, these stairs in his chamber he goes up, and then he'll drop down behind you. So what I had to do was shoot him, run all the way back down the cave hallway, uh, back past the point where he drops down out of the ceiling. Not out of the ceiling, but there's a walkway overhead. And a, I guess it would be like a land bridge. But uh, So sneak all the way back past there, sneak all the way back up, shoot him some more, blah, blah, blah. Did that, I don't know, 25 times or something. <laughs> Did a lot and uh, killed him. Uh, and there was a, I saw another dragger popped around the room. So I was like, oh, boom, got him. Took my time, got him. He took like two or three shots. Um, and I was like, cool, free and clear. I got the main baddie. Let's go get my stuff and, uh, you know, do this thing. So what I forgot was there were two more Draugr in there up on the stairs where he comes uh, sneaking down and hopping down. <laughs> so, uh, so that kind of wasn't fun. But, um. Yeah, so I had to, it took me a little while to get those two, but yeah, there's one by the word wall and one up the steps a bit. So I had, when you're, when you're doing uh, Volnrude, remember there's a couple extra Draugr floating around that you gotta take care of. Um, the other place I went to was, uh, I got a little note from the Jarl, I believe at Whiterun. He's like, hey, I got some bandits at the Haldit Stream camp. Can you, you know, help me out with that? And I'm like, sure, sure, I can, I can do that. So, I uh, wandered out there. Uh, a little higher leveled at this point. Probably closing in on 20 in that range. And, uh, you know. So, Halted Stream. It's a little fort. Um, with a mine attached to it. So, you know, it's got the log walls. And a little, like, uh, I guess we'd call it a carving station in the center. But anyway. I came at it from a weird angle this time, not purposely. Uh, I was up on the hill, and I was pretty high up above them. So I, 
I picked off all the outside uh, bandits, and there was some nice long shots, too. I got some great kill cams. Oh, it was so good. I've had some great kill cam fails as of late, too. Uh, I had one where I was shooting a mud crab in the water, and it hit the water, but not the mud crab. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's not a kill cam. That's not a kill cam. That's no good. But, uh, yeah, I got some good kill cams from up on high. I mean, I could barely see the guys. I love picking them off when they're like a speck on the ground. You know, they're sitting at like a picnic table and you just put an arrow in their back. Or like when you shoot a wolf and give him another tail because it goes right up his backside. That's a little weird. but um, So I picked off all the guys outside and you go into the mine. Uh, I believe uh, just off of memory, having done the halted stream about 643 times, I believe, uh, you get to you go, you go down the typical entrance to the mine. And there's a bandit by a gated door. So I think that bandit took like probably like two shots. Uh, I was getting leveled up. I think I had had the perk at this point where he had the triple damage um, for sneaking. You know, so I I, I was get, I was getting to the point where I was the low level bandits. I was able to pick off in like two shots. So I took took out this bandit that was by the uh, cage. I think it was. I may have even been able to one-shoot that one. but um, And then you go down to the other part of the mine slash cave, and there's the bandit chief off to the left on his little platform. And then there's two other bandits in the main area kind of like carving up a mammoth. That's uh, that's the halted stream camp. So I took out the chief first because he was furthest away from the stairs. So I'd sneak to the bottom of the platform, get, hit the chief, sneak all the way back up the hill. I had to do that like four or five times or so, you know, because those chiefs are a little bit overpowered. I think this one had Nordic, uh, that Nordic armor on. So I, uh, what's that one called? I forget. But anyway, took out the chief and then uh, took out the other two. And this is where you get the awesome transmute spell, which is... Um, a great, 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 great spell. Um, turns iron into silver and then gold. So I mined all the iron ore veins in Halted Stream Camp, which was quite a bit. Changed all that to gold and made a bunch of jewelry. And then uh, enchanted it and sold it. So it, it really helped. Encha Halted Stream, great place to go early on in games to, um, to build up everything. Smithing, alteration... And enchanting, really, because uh, you get you get a lot of good, a lot of good iron. Um, you can either, you know, use I would use the alteration spell to get that up to gold ore, and then uh, go make yourself some gold ingots, and then go make. Um, I would try and wait to see if you have some jewels. If not, you know where you can make like a ruby, gold ruby necklace, or you know whatever other ones like that. Because uh, it'll build up your smithing a little faster, but um, and also your your uh, enchanting because they're more expensive. But if not, just make the basic gold ones. Uh, they'll build it up too. So it, it was great for that and uh, helps the alteration quite a bit too because you're doing it. You have to do it quite a few times because I got a really good amount of uh, iron ore out of there. So, so that was my adventures in a halted stream. I went back and made a bunch of stuff. Um, then. I was, I wasn't even planning on doing this, but um, 
my fallen comrade's fan. He uh, he bit the dust in Shriquin, based Bastion. And uh, I wandered past, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. And there was a vampire. There's vampires in there. So, you know, I went back in there. And I'm like, ah, that that one vamp was right inside. And poor Sven was there, laying there in the floor or on the floor in his skivvies, face down still. Or the vampire had sucked the life out of him. <clears throat> Thankfully, she didn't resurrect him and, uh, you know, raise him and then have him turn to dust because that would have been unfortunate. Um, so I took care of her, took a few shots, but uh, took a couple tries, actually. I would hit her with an arrow, but then she would get down too fast and I'd be dead in, like, one hit. So I had to kind of... I had to really be quick with the arrows, and I had to use the uh, force, uh, unrelenting force shout a bit, and then I was able to get her. But uh, it took quite a few tries, uh, like three or four tries to get her, because I just wasn't leveled up enough to really battle her solidly. So, so you get into Shriekland Bastion, you got to open up these gates and stuff. There's some skeletons. There's the you know you pick them off; they're pretty easy. Um, the flamethrower trap was pretty cool. I was able to sneak around that because if I had touched it, I probably would have died. Um, there's a shout inside as well. Elemental Fury, I believe it is. So, yeah, basically, I mean, it was a good battle. I felt like I avenged Sven well. Um, I think I did him proud. You know, took care of business, wiped out the vamps. Which there's mostly vampires in there. And, uh, you know, I was good with that. I don't have enough dragon souls to use the word wall thing. So uh, I don't think I've beaten another dragon since the one uh, from the White Run, you know, Watchtower. When you first start the uh, dragon storyline. But um, after that, I uh, bounced over to Haldir's Cairn. Sorry, I am. Uh, allergies are kicking in because spring is coming. Spring has sprung, but um, hold its cairn. Uh, it's like a not a huge place, small tomb kind of thing. Um, but it has ghosts, which are scary, and Draugr. Um, by this point, I was little, quite a bit more leveled up. I was probably closing in in the upper twenties somewhere. Uh, this is one of the last things I had done. Um, some Iron Ord here as well. Uh, some Dead Bandits <laughs> as well. Um, so you go in and there's this like light shining. And there's a couple Dead Bandits on a pile of rocks it looks like. Um, you work your way through the typical dungeon thing. Killing the Draugr and Ghosts. Ghosts are much easier than the Draugr to kill, but... At this point, I was able to one-shoot, um, one-shot a lot of the Draugr and Ghosts. So that that was a positive. Made it a little simpler. Um, I mean, barely one-shot one them. Not like they were easily dead, but but it worked well. So, uh, there's, you know, there's a puzzle room where you got to go in there. And, you know, with the turning stones, etc. Fill out that kind of thing. Um <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm having 
trouble breathing. And then you get to the you know where Haldir is. So you go in and you see Haldir stand, or I guess it's him. He's standing in this light, and so you shoot him, and then like three of them appear. So I got really really lucky because my sneak was pretty good at this point. And where I just happened to be sitting in the room when I shot him, he like the other two Haldirs didn't see me. And I was able to pick them off in like three or four shots, maybe like three shots. And then the finally, you know, then the main one, like the corporeal one, I guess, shows up up by his throne. And I I was still sneaking, so I had myself kind of placed behind uh one of the columns in there. You know, and I was able to shoot an arrow, kind of hide, sneak around it, you know, let him kind of follow me around, but I stayed hidden, um, using muffle quite a bit as well. And so that was, that was fun. It it was a good battle. You know, you get two staffs from him because he always drops one and then has one on his body. Um, that like happens every single time. I don't think I've ever had it not happen, but, uh, some good loot in there. Uh, Rorn what's his name, Jorn's drum from up at the uh, Bard's College is in there. And, oh, you know what I've been doing? Because uh, I've come across the Burns Eye Stones. I've com- I haven't even picked them up. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I've, I've finished that quest before, so I'm like, yeah, I really... All I'm going to do is end up with like 15 of these. They're going to be weighing me down. I'm never going to finish the quest. And I'm just going to be stuck with these things. And but by the time I get all of them, I'm not really going to need any more money or any more jewels. So I'm just not going to even pick these things up. <laughs> so that's that's kind of where I've been doing with those. Um, right now, I'm kind of looking to head up the Ancient's Ascent over by, uh, I think that's by like the Valdheim Towers and that area. Um, I think I battled there last time with my two-handed uh, orc. Uh, yeah, I am looking to go there and get dragon battle going. I may try and get a follower. I tried to get the uh, woman from Ugarth, maybe from uh, the Bannered Mare there in White Run. We have to fist fight her, but we did that and she beat my ass, so that was a problem because uh, I wasn't strong enough to get her yet. Uh, but. I have to get some other follower. I'm sure I have one somewhere. Poor Lydia is dead. Sven is dead. Uh, I think if I'm going to have to, if I'm going to battle dragons, I'm going to need a follower. So I'm going to have to look into that. Maybe, uh, well, I still have to go, also have to go up to, I'm trying to debate what, what quest line to start. I haven't really started a quest. I've been doing like little offshoot quests. I'm trying to debate what quest to start. I, I've been thinking about doing Dawnguard because I haven't done it in so long. And I have run across some vamps. So, um, oh, I was over by uh, Shimmer Mist Grotto, Shimmer Mist Cave, whatever it is. I think that's a cave and then a grotto, but, um, or cave and then something else. But I was over at Shimmer Mist, uh, which is like northeast of White Run, I believe. So I'm sneaking up there. And then I'm going around the corner and up to, um, oh, what the hell was that? Oh, God, I can't remember what that place is called. Damn, it was a cool place, too. Anyway, there was a bunch of, uh, there was a bunch of, um, what are they called? Like, uh, mages up there. Damn, what was that place called? I forget. I had a good battle up there. Totally forgot about that. 
But anyway, on the way around, I was heading around, just walking around, and then here comes damn vampire. I'm like, shit, I gotta hide. So I hid, and fortunately, it didn't see me, and then it was just a thrall, and I was able to take it out. Um, but then here comes this master vampire running down the hill, like, out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. It took me so long to beat this thing. Ugh. I went running. I was like, ah, running, like, scared. Um, ran down by the river and let the mud crabs attack the vampire, ran away. And I was like, uh, let me, I, I think I can beat him. So I, I kind of figured out a way and then did a lot of sneaking back and forth up and down the hill around some rocks and some stuff. So eventually did beat that master vampire, but it took me a good half hour to beat the stupid vampire and figure out a way to do it. Because it's in the wide open. There was nowhere really to hide. So I had to kind of finagle a way to do that. But, um, yeah, so that was fun, too. I, I've been doing some good. Where else did I go? Oh, Bard's Leap. I was over by Bard's Leap. I totally forgot about that. So what's the main area by Bard's Leap? Let me look that up real quick. Uh, Bard's Leap Summit. There we go. Lost Valley Redoubt. That's it. So I kind of came across that by accident. I was at the, so that's like kind of in a little, little valley, and I was way up in the mountain, and I'm like, oh, look at that! There's some forsworn to pick off. Awesome! So uh, I picked them off from up high. Took my time. There was about six or seven of them I had to get. Uh, the Briarheart, though, I had to go down below to be able to get him. I just couldn't get him to come out and get him close enough where I could actually do any damage to him. So. After I picked off all the ones and the like, the first two parts you go through of their little redoubt there, uh, I snuck around and there was a uh, Forsworn guy walking along this uh, wall and up, up above where the Briarheart would be. So I snuck, got up there, and w- was far enough away where I could get a couple shots in on the Briarheart before he got to me. So I was able to get him down pretty low and then uh i was able to shout stop him a little bit stun him a little bit and be able to finish him off um but up above there is bard's leaf summit um where um which is also uh, there's something else there too sorry i cannot breathe at all but um there's also there's bard's leaf summit lost value redoubt oh okay yeah and when you get up to the top i think it's called something else but there's two hag ravens there, and they're raising a forsworn. So, um, if you kill them, or if you at least, ki- I think you have to kill just one of them before they raise it, and it'll, and it, they won't be able to raise him. So, they see you pretty easy because there's 